Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Three, three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? Playing some video games. Oh, I do. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things gaming, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's the PlayStation 2 to his GameCube, the better console. What up, guys? It's Sam on the mic. We are about to square up, but before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. I was ready for you to say, but first, sponsored by this podcast, Raid Shadow Legends. No, not yet. Speaking of games. Speaking of games, we will we will square up when it comes to our favorite GameCube games of all time. Whenever we think about the GameCube, I think about the first actual portable console. I think about a system in my heart that is honestly the best video game console of all time. And yes, I'm looking at you, PC gamers. I'm a part of your world, and the GameCube is just far superior. I mean... I still play my GameCube to this day, and that just proves that this console is more than just a piece of hardware. It it has some of the best games of all time. It has some of the most iconic multiplayer games, games that you just bring over to your friend's house, have a great time, and still can play to this day that are just amazing, amazing. So I'm going to... Is this strictly exclusive um, GameCube games like Nintendo, can it be like games that were both for the PlayStation 2 and um, GameCube? I'll let you have that, you know, but I do want to preface this by saying we, and this applies for both of us, one strict rule. This list will not include Super Smash Brothers Melee. Just for the fact we all know how great that game is. It cannot be stated more more often than not. Melee is the best match, but we will not use it on this list because it is already in a different category of itself. I think that's a good rule to apply by. Kind of gives you diversity, right? Yeah, wrong. I, no, I agree with that. 100%. Okay, cool. So I'm going to start off the list with a game that I still play to this day. I still think it is in the upper tier of overall Mario games. That's a spoiler right there. But Mario Kart Double Dash, the whole double racing mechanic feature was something that was just amazing to me, how each racer had their own special power-up, and also the different carts and the different styles of racing each character had was something that I thought was pretty damn awesome. So Super Mario Kart Double Dash is just awesome to me, unlocking all the different cups and all the different maps all the different racers too, like unlocking King Boo and Boo or like any of those characters in general were just some of the best times. And I still play it to this day. Shout out to Rainbow Road. Honestly, one of the most difficult Rainbow Road courses of all time is in Super Mario Double Dash. Um, when the game came out, um, it didn't do so hot. Mm-hmm. And um, but now it has like a whole cold filing and all that. The only, like you said, the only game that has like the two card things. I kind of wish it was more. There were more rosters just for the fact that you can't just pick one person. You have to pick a team of two, and 
So for whatever reason, every person had a pairing, Baby Mario, Baby Luigi, Mario, Luigi, Luigi, Daisy. And then for some reason, King Boo and fucking Panera Plan, Panera, I said Panera Plan, well, <laughs> um, the fucking Plan Lady, those two apparently, even though they don't go well together, that was a thing. That is a good game, a cult following, and I, for 100%, a great party game in college dorms. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, college dorms gets a lot of. Like you don't you don't even have to be a strict gamer. Like even like casual people would just have their alcohols on the table and play Mario Kart, take some shots. For me, GameCube, I'm a party guy. You know me. I'm an, I'm a wild animal. I take my shirt off if I want to. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, um, um, I gotta do Mario Party. So like from the GameCube games, they brought back in that day. I feel like every year a new Mario Party game came out for the GameCube. Like mm-hmm. every single like that that was the equivalent to COD. Like how we get COD every year now. Yeah. Mario Party was that decade of like every year. Uh, and it was a great. That's another college party game too. It doesn't have to be college games. It could be like friends come around. You get your drinks, have fun, fuck them around. It's a nice good game. Hudson, um, Hudsonville did a really good job with that. I think that's a nice good game as speaking in the Mario genre. And you know you can say a lot of a lot of Mario games did really well actually like, on the GameCube, like the soccer. The, um, we'll get to that. <laughs> no, we'll get to those games. But um, yeah, I agree. Like Mario Party, Mario Kart are like the one game you can kind of bring to a party. And like what you said, casual gamers or people that don't even game will play it. Like I remember I have a fond memory. My mother, who doesn't game at all, would see me playing Mario Party or whatever and be like, all right, I'm going to play, but I want to be Yoshi. Like, that is my character. Everyone has their main. Like, everybody has who they want to play as. And it's just cool to see. It's cool to, like, talk about, too, because it's like we all have memories of this game. I know your mom's not in here right now, but I just want to say I love your mom. She's the best. And tell her I said hi. She will do. I will. She probably doesn't remember me. She has a better memory than me. So, you know. But um, speaking of having good memories, I feel as if this list, and I grant you, I don't know. You might hate me for this. I don't know. I don't know. I can't gauge you on this title. But Super Mario Sunshine, a great game. In my opinion, one of the best Mario games of all time. I mean, you introduce the flood mechanic to the game where you have to clean up everything. The soundtrack, I... It's just cool. Like all the different maps were like they were unique in their own ways. I remember the level where you had to clean out this squid monster's teeth, where you had to like clean up electric jelly all over this place. And there's different rays coming around shocking you and also being able to revisit old levels and have them change. Like especially whenever you first like get into a mission, you clean up the map. And then all of a sudden you come back and there's like a piranha plant coming out of the goo or doing anything like that. It's just cool to revisit. It was rebrought out or remastered or whatever you want to call it in Super Mario All-Stars 3D, wherever you got it on the Switch. And, you know, playing that game again just made me appreciate what it was for the time. Also, too, the different flood nozzles you would put onto your your device where it's like the water jet or the rocket attachment or the jetpack attachment. Also, it's worth noting, uh, grant you, I thought I was like big brain energy when I first found this out, but the guy who made flood was the same doctor from Luigi's mansion. And I was like, that's a cool connection. Um, you, that is cool. And you're right. I hate you for this. Cause you know what, you know what this reminds me of when I play, Super Mario Sunshine. 
I feel like I, in my head, when I was making this list, mm-hmm. I had in my mind, I think what you're about to say. So please it, say it. It reminds me of N64. Like, how the, okay, no, that was, that was a different direction. Really? Okay. Okay. This, this reminds me of something because N64 did it way better. And I'm like, Super Sunshine, I'm like, okay, yeah, but 64 did it better. I'm just going to play that. Yeah, it has crappy graphics, but it's more enjoyable than this game. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? What were you think I was going to say? I thought, for whatever reason, in my head, I thought you had a hatred towards this game because it's like, oh, no, I do. Oh, I do. It's like you got to clean up everything, blah, blah, blah. Also, it's worth noting Bowser Jr. as the villain, Metal Mario. Like, it's cool stuff in my head. I mean, I would go on a rant. I am also really hungry. I'm also eating as we're doing this podcast. Of course. If I had a full stomach, I probably would give a 20-minute rant on how Mario Sunshine is bad. <laughs> bad game. But I just left it as, as it just... Because at the end of the day, the rant would have gone. This game is so stupid. N64 did it better. You're lucky I'm not. I'm hungry right now. and not going on a 20-minute rant. I'm glad. So do you have another game you want to speak of? Or do you want me to burn through my list? Because I will gladly. Another one. Another game that I like was the um the Nickelodeon games. Like the um the Danny Phantoms, the team ups and all of those ones. Because you couldn't play those on the PlayStation 2. You couldn't definitely not play that on the Xbox. And I just thought it was so cool to play Danny Phantom, SpongeBob. You're looking over there like what the fuck am I talking I'm about? I'm trying no, I'm trying to think of was Battle for Bikini Bottom on the GameCube? Or was that like because I remember playing that. I played a yeah, lot. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, the one that, you got, that recently got remade, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was so on the GameCube, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So at least I kind of know what I'm talking about. But that's that era of gaming where it's because like Nickelodeon also, was coming out with games was pretty cool. Yeah, because we haven't seen any games like that, especially on the Switch. Now we got the remake that's now, I think, on Xbox and PS4. But like at the time... PlayStation 3, we never made a Nickelodeon game. It was just all strictly GameCube, which I thought was really cool. And instead of playing it on a computer, on their website, you were able to play it on the comfort of your home, and which I thought was a really great game. What about you? What's your next um, hitter? My next title on this list, and it kind of goes back-to-back in a way, but whatever. Um, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. I mean, I remember this was a game that just to me look different compared to every other legend of zelda it was more darker changing between and i know you're getting ready for a rant changing between link and wolf link was pretty cool it was just a different way to handle the game also the bosses and different enemy types that were in the game were very challenging at least to me grant you i'm not a gamer but you know it was playing through that game and then i got it on the wii and then there was motion controls in it too and then you bought it for the wii u and then you bought it for the switch we all maybe know that's where my skyrim <laughs> craze started you know but that's neither here nor there this is strictly nintendo but i know you got a bone to pick with this game what is it and please present your argument the game is so overrated first of all you're an elf like come on you could have been a plumber playing all these other games you wanted to stick to playing a fucking elf Wearing a nightcap. I'm tired, but I'm going to go fight some villagers. <laughs> um, that's my bad um, Link impression, if you guys can tell. I've been here all day. Um, you know, it's just it's just an endless game. You know, it's like, if I was going to do that, I would play Pokemon uh, Mystery Dungeon on the um, oh. DS. 
Um, you just awoke in some <laughs> some games I completely left off this list, but I included in another podcast. But that's not that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you had to see his reaction. If I took a picture of his reaction right now, it would have been great. It was like I, the equivalent to like a brain blast that Jimmy Neutron had because I was like, how can I forget these games? Um, no, yeah, I, I just think like it was just. It never got my attention. Maybe it's because it was too smart for me, and I'm just an idiot at a house. Um, but I just never liked that game at all. But a game, can I say a game that I never played, but I like I seen it. and I thought it was kind of cool. Sure. Like the Pokemon Coliseums. Like I never played it because granted, I never owned a GameCube game. You nope. may have you may have owned it and played it. I I was always a big stadium guy. I owned the stadium Pokemon one and two, but like the Coliseums, it looked cool. It added double battling, but a game that I did play on the GameCube, but a game that I did enjoy playing at my friend's house was the, um, what was it? Fuck, what was it? Uh, I can't remember this one, but the, um, I'm gonna say one that had, um, later on or super, uh, some Mario um Super um, what's soccer one called? Um, Super Mario Strikers. Strikers, that's what it's called. Uh, and I recently played that uh like three four years ago, and I was just like, oh my god, this game is so hectic. So crazy! Why can't FIFA be like this nowadays? Uh, I, I would play FIFA. Like I would definitely get into it. <laughs> if it was just Mario characters with power, like where's my power up? Where's my flaming? Um, where's my flower? I want that. You hear? You hear me? Uh, what's it? Yo, what? Are you? E- EA makes it right. FIFA. Yeah, EA. EA. Do do a collab with um Nintendo and make this a new um FIFA next like FIFA twenty twenty two. So typical. In typical DJM fashion, you came into my list, completely wrecked house, and left. So, um, Pokemon Coliseum, Pokemon XD, Gale Darkness were the two games that I completely forgot about. We talked about them in our favorite Pokemon games of all time, so you might want to go check out that podcast, and you'll see how highly I talk of those games. Um, Literally, on my GameCube, I have the original Pokemon XD, Gale Darkness skin on it. And um, a spoiler for the rest of my list or like another game down on my list. Strikers was one of them, but there's another one that I want to talk about later on. Um, The next game on my list, Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. I grant you, I know you have your hate for Zelda games, but let me talk about this game. The art style in this game is what birthed Toon Link. It also took, you know, Admittedly, one mechanic that was really bad in the game was the sailing mechanic and how it took forever to get to one island to the next. But I just remember playing this game and how challenging it was. I replayed recently this whole game all over again, and it just it didn't lose a step. It just felt right to play and just get through how your sister was taken by this giant like hawk thing. I mean, and then it turned out to be Ganondorf, but that's, you know. Whatever. But um, yeah, Wind Waker, Legend of Zelda, top tier game for the GameCube. Uh, I'm just, I can't believe I missed I can't believe I missed this game. I'm gonna say two games because they're okay. they're tied and died and it's two different genres. Um Mega Man and Kirby Air Ride. Oh, Kirby Air Ride, man. I, I like I, I love Mega Man. I fell in love with Zero and then Kirby Air Ride. I played with my buddy when I was younger and dude, that was just fun. Your Kirby on a star flying around basically mario kart's version but mm-hmm. it was so different and so unique and i fucking love that and then mega man fucking it's mega man like what mm-hmm. else like if there was a punch out game for the gamecube i would have played that in an instant but um you know mario not sorry mario um kirby air ride and um Oof. mega man were 
my tide. Kirby Air Ride, I remember playing. There was like this test map or something like that where you had all the vehicles in this like underground parking garage and you get on all the different types. You can like fly around like a meteor would come down. It's crazy. It's crazy. But to talk about one of the Mario sports games that I had bundled with Strikers because I don't want to make this list too long. Yes, you had a question. Can I guess what it is? Yes. You either had the golf or you had the baseball one. It's Super Mario Baseball, Super Mario Sluggers. Um, but to get back to what you were talking about, Strikers, the fact that like you were able to headbutt somebody into an electric fence, oh my how God. Bowser would just drop down from the heavens and just like you were setting up the perfect goal, potentially a game winner, and he can just come down and just screw your whole day up. I mean, it's amazing. But um, for Super Mario Sluggers, Super Mario Baseball, it's a sports game with Mario in it. Like it, it, it will wasn't, sell. Wasn't Sluggers the Wii one though? Sluggers might have been the Wii one. Super was, Mario yeah. Baseball was the GameCube one. Sluggers, because I own the Wii one. Yes, it, it, I love that game. It's just so much fun to play. The roster was insane. Like it was a deep roster. Like you had Wiggler, you had Funky Kong. Like why? Who is Funky Kong? No one really knows. But no, like, he, he's your weird uncle that shows up living his bachelor life. Yeah, that's, that's essentially what he is. Not really funky, con. But I remember playing these games like we had a senior lounge and we had the GameCube in it and then we had a Wii. And playing these games with all your friends, like th- that's what it boils down to. Like my mm-hmm. whole list is just the memories I had playing with friends, like local multiplayer. Like mm-hmm. it is the one thing, you know, and also an honorable mention for like the GameCube. It's not really a game, but it's a feature. Um, you were able to clip in that thing that you can play Game Boy Advance games on and you could play on your TV. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty revolutionary. And fun fact, I still have mine attached to my GameCube. And I honestly think it's stuck to my GameCube. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to remove it, but it's still on there. It's two consoles in one. And not, and you look about the consoles nowadays and they took all these cool stuff. It's like, why are you taking all these cool stuff? People like how the Wii was backwards compatible for the GameCube, and the Wii U didn't add that. I'm like, everyone loved that. Why are you going to take... A lot of con- companies do that. They add something cool, even with video games. They add something cool, and then when the sequel comes out, they just take that away, because they're like, people didn't like that, but at the end, people did like that. I'm gonna, I am don't know how many you have left. I have I'm one gonna, more. I have one more. I'm going to knock out two of mine and pass it to you, but I'm gonna, I'm surprised you haven't seen... You haven't said one game. You might. This might have been your number one, but Star Wars Rubble, I'm surprised you haven't nope. said. I, I, I'm no, I'm surprised that you haven't said it though, because you're a big yeah. Star Wars guy. Yeah. So I was thought, but um, my two, um, oh three. So honorable mention: The Simpsons Home and Run, um, Hit and Run, Hit and Run. That's what it was. That's a good so one. So great, so, so great. great. A GTA version of that. Um, I mean, the next two is Paper Mario and um, Super Monkey, Super Monkey Ball. Yep. I'm like Super Monkey Ball was another good good game and i enjoyed both of those those super monkey roll was completely different this like you can't even categorize that at, like like if it's a shooter it's a, like, even though it's not a shooter but you can't you can't it's his own category what would you describe to somebody and like what genre is super because with mario it's an endless runner at the end of the day super Mario baseball it's a baseball game strikers is a soccer game what do you call a uh, um anim, um super monkey ball and I mean this with the biggest question mark of my life. Is it a golf game? Kind of. No, I think. It's I mean, more, I think it's more like a ping pong, not ping pong, a um, 
Was that the machine games that you used to play? You had the ball and you shoot it up. And pinball, you, pinball, essentially. Yeah, I, I, I think that I think that's what it is, isn't it? At the end of the day, kind of, sort of. I mean, Super Monkey Ball is weird in that sense. Also, the sensitivity on the controller and the game, where you have to like balance on this very narrow path, and like you just twitch to the right real quick, and everything just kind of goes mm-hmm. out of whack. Um. I, I just miss those games like Super Monkey Ball. You said it and immediately like all the times I've played it, all the levels. It's just amazing. Also, my last pick, like my whole list isn't in order. Like this is yeah, no, no, changing either. on the day. But my final game is kind of at a left field in a way. But um, yeah, it's interesting. So do you want to hear it or do you have anything else to say? No, it's all you. Go ahead. So my final favorite GameCube game of all time, Star Fox Adventure. Now, have you played this game, let alone heard of it? Heard of it? I've seen my friend play it. I never played it. And before you go on, this is when Kalo's mom was like, I don't know what Star Wars is. It has worse wars in it. You can't have this, but you can have the the Fox game here. You can have the nice PG. It's literally the PG version of what Street Fighter is to Mortal Kombat. Your mom heard about Mortal Kombat, not too violent. Here, you can have Street Fighter. Oh, Star Wars Rebel, you can't have it. It has the word war in it, but you can have this Fox, this Fox game. Here you go. So Star Fox Adventure is like an open world Star Fox game. It is a game that normally you play Star Fox, you're in your ship and you're trying to shoot people and you're playing and that's all good and well. This took that franchise and said, you know what? Let's do something open world. Let's do something serious. And the story for that game, you know, you're... you inherit essentially a baby dinosaur i forgot his name i think it's like rex or something or like that and you know you would you encounter this princess this is a very loose interpretation of the game what i remember specifically but um the different worlds you travel to all have different like it's brimming with life like it has different dinosaurs different plant life different enemies it was fun yet challenging at the same time and a very welcome change of pace for Star Fox. I really hope they remaster or do something else in that vein for Star Fox. Kale just wants to uh, spend his all his adult money on the remasters. Like I already need, I need another one. Granted that I'm okay with that. I'm not, it hasn't it hasn't been remade, so I will uh, I will allow it. I will allow you spending your adult money on a Star Fox game. But let's be real. I, I made this joke, but is that the reason why you didn't, you never played um the Star Wars Rebel game? You mom heard the word. War and she's like, nope. We need something that's adventurous. Star Fox Adventure. That seems a nice, quiet, safe game for my beloved innocent Kalo. So, an insider knowledge here. Um, I would go to GameStop and like I, I would frequent that place when I was a child. I'd always go in, look at video games, and see what was used, what was new. And my mom would come in because there was that rule. If you were younger than 18. Back, back in the day. Back, back in the day. In the day that, used rule to bring, not, that rule does not exist anymore. So I had to bring my mother into GameStop with me to purchase games. And like my GameCube library was just kind of built off of like my birthday. Like, hey, I want to. I got my GameCube. And then I'm like, I need games for it. So people just went out and seen like, hey. This is Star Fox. This is like one of his games. Here's Mario. Here's blah, blah, blah. So like it was just kind of assembled randomly. But to get back to like saying like, oh, were you able to play? She would go into GameStop and I'd be like, I want to buy Halo. Like Halo 3 is my first Xbox game. And 
I would go in and be like, all right, just buy me Halo. And like, she would look at the back. She would look at the front. All right, checks out. Let him get the game. So she was just kind of like, hey, yeah, sure. And then uh, whenever it came time to like play the game, it was very much. I remember. I just um, passed it. I remember the GameStop. They would actually tell my like my guardian or my parents, whoever went with me that day. They're like, you know, they'd be like, you know what this game is about, right? I'm like, why the fuck are you telling them? They just let them look at the box. Let them yeah. Look, uh, don't be like, you know what this game. Like, I want to meet those people that used to work against them back in the day just to be like, you, you prevented me from playing. But then get the perks of having an older brother who got the games that he wanted. He let me play it. And that's kind of where my mindset is now. I blame him for having a fucked up head because of playing. Yeah. Now I know how to rip somebody's skull out of their body because of Mortal Kombat 3. But, um, I would, you yeah, know, these, these guys used to try to prevent my guardians or my parents be like, hey, yeah, nope. First of all, before you buy this for your, your little sweet six-year-old Amir, um, this game's about shooting, raving, mm-hmm. and all that. And I'm just like, dude, no. It's like we were this close. Yeah, but... dude. Fuck, fuck, fuck you, Scott. <laughs> but honestly, before there was the Nintendo Switch, the true portable console was the Nintendo GameCube. It literally came with a handle to carry it around with you. Like you a little it. lunchbox. But can you have played it in the car? I had, and this is a big flex for back in the day. I had this little monitor that like clamped onto the top of the GameCube and flipped up like a laptop. And I was able to take my GameCube with me. So potentially the origins of the Switch came from the GameCube. You know, but that's neither here nor there. But um, this game console in general, yeah. No, finish it out. Yeah, no, this this whole game console in general has some of the best games of all time on it. I think that's no question. But um, whenever we get into the likes of like Melee and Metroid Prime was also a big game. It's to think that we lived through that generation of these classic games and how everybody had to play smash everybody had to play mario kart everybody had to play super mario party whatever but it's insane this it whole really thing is. and looking back now like i like i said i recently got a switch after it's been out for like four years now uh it's like there's not a lot of good games that are out there that have my attention there's like i i own the free pokemon unite game i own mario kart and i own mario party i am gonna get the new mario party once that comes out later this month this year but it's like if you look at all the backward catalogs at the like the Wii doesn't have that great of a back backyard catalog. The Wii U doesn't have the GameCube had like six Mario Party games. And if the Switch had it, I would have played every single one. It had three Pokemon Coliseum games. We haven't had a MOBA, we haven't had a home Mario um Pokemon game since the one that came out of the Wii, Battle Revolution. We haven't had a strikers game. We haven't had a um. I was about to say golf. We we haven't had a baseball one. It's like it's crazy, and I'm just like I'm looking at the shop, and I'm like, there's not a lot of games. And then you look at the GameCube's freaking catalog, and it's like you could pay ten, twenty games and just have that. And I kind of wish that we seen the Switch adding the N64 and the NES on there. I really hope instead of behind, they're definitely gonna do this. They're gonna put it behind a paywall. An online membership, but I just want them to add the games in the shop so you can just buy and download. 
rather than buying an online membership and then going to play it if you have online. But that's my two cents. It is. And for all it's worth, you know, the GameCube was one of the most pivotal game consoles I ever owned. I still have mine. And I think that just proves how good of a console it is. And in general, like the longevity of it. I'm, I want to call Cap. You don't have your GameCube anymore. Why don't I? You don't. You have a an abomination because you said you get Game Boy stuck in it. So it's no longer a GameCube. It's a Game Boy. No, it's a GameCube Boy. It's a GameCube Boy. Let me let me show you. And I still have all the attachments. Do you show the memory cards that you, if you lose it, all your games are. So there's the two things. I still have my wireless GameCube controller adapter. Can the, can the, can the, can the memory cards come out? That's my question. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. <laughs> as, you, as, as it's just jammed in there. It all breaks. But, um, and look, there's the, uh, this is the attachment yeah. I was talking about. But what would you do if you lost the cart, the mar- the uh, memory cards? Because that's, it's, it's over unless you buy a memory card and play all your games are over. Which, you know what? Yeah, lose your memory cards. Because I feel like that before I just play the games over again from memory. It really would. And, like, I still go back to this day and, like, look through my old memory card storage and see what games I played or what but it's I didn't. Not the, but it's not the same, though. Like, if you go back mm. and play a game, it's saved. But the fact it's like that if you too lose, easy. Yeah, but it's because if you lose it, then you have a sentence like, fuck, I want to play it now since I lost it. Because when you look at it, it's completely like, all right, you're not going to try as hard. Yeah. But you lose it, it's like, oh, I want to delete this. The feeling you get if you did say like back in the day and you went and you played like for five hours and you just didn't save. Ooh. But you know what? That's not here or there. But you know what's here and there? What? What's here, what's now, and will always be here? They get comfy podcast. Shout out to the WWE. Shout out. And that about does it here for the Get Comfy Game Break. We hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every Friday morning. We got the Get Comfy Podcast every Sunday and the Get Comfy Lowdown every Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.